Book Seven, Chapter Seven of the Boys and Girls Pliny by Pliny the Elder. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by phone. The Peacock and the Rooster. We shall now speak of the second class of birds employed in augury, which is divided into two kinds: those which give omens by their note, and those which afford presages by their flight the variation of the note in the one and the relative size in the other constitute the differences between them the peacock shall have precedence of all the rest as much for its singular beauty as its superior instinct and the vanity it displays when it hears itself praised this bird spreads out its gorgeous colours especially if the sun happens to be shining at the time because then they are seen in all their radiance and to better advantage at the same time spreading out its tail in the form of a shell it throws the reflection upon the other feathers which shine all the more brilliantly when a shadow is cast upon them then at another moment it will contract all the eyes depicted upon its feathers in a single mass manifesting great delight in having them admired by the spectator the peacock loses its tail every year at the fall of the leaf and the new one shoots forth in its place at the flower season between these periods the bird is abashed and moping and seeks retired spots the peacock lives twenty-five years and begins to show its colours in the third by some authors it is stated that this bird is not only a vain creature but of a spiteful disposition just as they attribute bashfulness to the goose the characteristics however which they have thus ascribed to these birds appear to me to be utterly unfounded the orator hortensius was the first roman who had peacocks killed for the table it was on the occasion of the banquet given by him on his inauguration in the college of the priesthood marcus aufidius lurco was the first who taught the art of fattening them about the time of the last war with the pirates from this source of profit he acquired an income of sixty thousand sesterces next after the peacock the animal that acts as our watchman by night and which nature has produced for the purpose of arousing mortals to their labours and dispelling their slumbers shows itself most actuated by feelings of vanity the cock knows how to distinguish the stars and mark the different periods of the day every three hours by his note these animals go to roost with the setting of the sun and at the fourth watch of the camp recall man to his cares and toils they do not allow the rising of the sun to creep upon us unawares but by their note proclaim the coming day and they prelude their crowing by clapping their sides with their wings they exercise a rigorous sway over the other birds of their kind and in every place where they are kept hold the supreme command this however is only obtained after repeated battles among themselves as they are well aware that they have weapons on their legs produced for that very purpose and the contest often ends in the death of both the combatants at the same moment if on the other hand one of them obtains the mastery he instantly by his note proclaims himself the conqueror and testifies by his crowing that he has been victorious 
while his conquered opponent silently slinks away and though with a very bad grace submits to servitude and with equal pride does the throng of the poultry-yard strut along with head uplifted and crest erect these two are the only ones among the winged race that repeatedly look up to the heavens with the tail raised aloft which in its drooping shape resembles that of a sickle and these birds inspire terror even in the lion the most courageous of all animals some of these birds known as game cocks are reared for nothing but warfare and perpetual combats and have even shed a lustre thereby on their native places rhodes and tanagra the next rank is considered to belong to those of milos and calchis hence it is with very good reason that the consular purple of rome pays these birds such singular honours from the feeding of these creatures the omens by fowls are derived they regulate day by day the movements of our magistrates and open or shut to them their own houses as the case may be they give an impulse to the fasces of the roman magistracy or withhold them they command battles or forbid them and furnish auspices for victories to be gained in every part of the world it is these that hold supreme rule over those who are themselves the ruler of the earth and whose entrails and fibres are as pleasing to the gods as the first spoils of victory their note when heard at an unusual hour or in the evening has also its peculiar presages for on one occasion by crowing the whole night through for several nights they presaged to the Bucians that famous victory which they gained over the lacedaemonians such in fact being the interpretation that was put upon it by way of prognostic as this bird when conquered is never known to crow End of book seven chapter seven